win or lose, we got to grow. Uh, we got too many young people, new people in significant roles. Man, they just got to they got to grow in terms of understanding those roles, the details required to win, um, the skills relative to their position to execute in those critical moments. Um, back to work for us. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the locker room as we open it up. It's Wolf and Starks and the Ninjas in the locker room. We need them all today. Yes, you we need do. everything. Max, <laughs> Max is in the house. He's I am here. In the studio. I'm physically here. In Pittsburgh, in Green Tree, in the studio. I'm happy. I'm so happy you're here, too, <laughs> yeah. young man. It's good. To, you know, it's just kind of one of those odd things when you're looking at each other through computers yeah. all the time. But and the, the fact mute is, button wor- yeah. doesn't work. <laughs> or it does you work. Mute? Yeah. And you're looking at each other like lip syncing, you know, yeah. like, well, what's going on? Yeah. Well, that was the perfect choice of music. A little bit of Black Hole Sun. I know that all the good folks here in Pittsburgh were all kind of like a, a little down in the dumpsters. A little bit here, but you know, you got to rise up like the Phoenix. Got to get back up, Phoenix. Where you're from? Exactly. <laughs> and you got to get back I'll, in the back at it. I'll be rising in Phoenix in a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yeah. All right, Max. You know, you look at this game and going in. We, we there's so many, you know, uh, perceptions we had going into this game, and some of them didn't materialize. But certainly, one thing I I did not expect at all was the fact that the, the, the Raiders would be able to keep answering the Steelers, responding to the Steelers, the way that the, the Steelers responded to the Bills. You know, when the Bills would score, boom, Pittsburgh come right back. Well, this it was the flip of it, and this time it was the, Raider, the, the Raiders the doing Raiders. the damage. Yeah, it, it, was, it was one of those things. It, w- it was tough. And, <clears throat> you know, when you look at, okay, what happened between week one and week two? Well, bodies happened. <laughs> Literally. Body count. <laughs> yeah, yeah, body count got to us. And especially when you think of the first half of that game in week one, right? The defense kept us in it. The defense was the one that kept us going when things were sputtering because this is going to be a work in progress with Matt Canada and with all these new pieces who are in here. And you didn't have that. It was a, it was a little bit warmer than it was in Buffalo. Right. And we and we lost guys early. It wasn't like we lost these guys third, fourth quarter. You lose Tyson Alawalu in the first quarter. Four plays in. Yeah, four plays in, and then you lose TJ at the end of the, at the end of the second that quarter. That was the killer. That to was me. the killer. Yeah, because now with TJ out, it's Melvin, it's Alex Highsmith, and it's Jameer Jones. And there's a reason why Jameer Jones didn't play Week One. Right. <laughs> the three-headed monster that was the outside linebacking attack was that good. But when you lose that linchpin, you know, TJ, that tires out. Melvin Ingram's an older player, right? Alex Highsmith is good. He's still young. And Jameer, you don't know what you don't know. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, hey, young man, it's going to take time for you to fit into what that Steeler ideal is. And then the middle, middle's thin. I mean, we saw at the at the second half of that game, they're lining up in 22 personnel, two tight ends, two running backs, and we're lining up in nickel because we don't have the bodies. Right, and that that's a killer. That, You've got to have some of those big bodies to be able to plug it up. I got to, you know, I didn't expect, you know, Hayden to go down. You know, then Devin Bush goes down, and it was, you know, the groin yeah. injuries and, and – 
whatever reason, these soft tissue injuries just sometimes you'll have a, a near epidemic, a, a pandemic run of, of soft tissue injuries. It happens yeah. um, if you've been around this game long enough. But at the same time, uh, it, the, the timing of it was just so unfortunate. And it just, you know, to, for Hayden, then it goes Bush. Then all of a sudden you got, you're down Tyson four plays in. And the killer to me, though, was TJ because TJ, Alex <laughs> Leatherwood, he was, he was ready to have a bad game. I mean, this was a yeah. bad game waiting to be put on him. I mean, he had already given up a sack. He had already uh, gotten a, a legal procedure, you know, and, and TJ yeah. was just starting to warm up. And it was just like, ah. Oh. Man. Yeah, it, it was so bad that he did not play the second half. Brandon Parker played the entire he second did. half, and and you know it just it reminded me of the Raiders game in 04. Oh yeah, with Robert Gallery, number two yep. overall pick. Yep, they started him at left tackle. Joey Porter whipped him for a sack. Yep, came out next series. He's at right tackle. Clark Hagens whipped him for a sack. <laughs> came out again. Sat out a whole series. <laughs> Came in the third series, played left guard, never went back out to tackle the rest of his career. <laughs> like, they ruined his career. They ruined him. And I, that's what I thought Alex Leatherwood was on that path. Like, you're going to be a guard. Yep. <laughs> you're going to be a guard at the end of this game because you'd already given up two sacks in week one, and you had given up a sack this game. I'm like, you're going to give up the ghost. You know, oh, call yeah. that giving up the ghost. Hey, you're going to give up the ghost, and you're, you're going to actually make the guy switch positions out of fear for his life and his career. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, think about it. Uh, all of TJ's numbers rise exponentially in Heinz Field because, you know, you got the sound, you got that silent count, all that stuff going on. And I guess I was just like, I was so ready for a three, four sack day by TJ. You know, I mean, you think Chandler Jones, okay, the week exactly. before he had five sacks. Yeah. You know, and I'm thinking, that's possible today. I mean, TJ can do it. This is He's got the guy. He's got the, the arena. He's got everything going. The Coliseum yeah. eyes are cheering for that gladiator, Exactly. Right? And they're going thumbs down, <laughs> yes. you know, and, and let him finish it. Yes. No finish doubt him. about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that that's the thing. And so, you know, and for me, that's exactly what I was thinking of. That's what I was keying in. I'm like. These are about to be a Chandler Jones type of day because I went over there and watched during warmups what Alex Leatherwood was doing in the warmups, and I even talked to my buddy, the Anthony B Baptiste, who's the uh, who's the assistant strength coach over for the Raiders. Mm -hmm. And I go, Da, I was like, Have you worked with uh, Leatherwood at all? He's like, I know, I know. I'm like, So you know what I'm going to say? He's like, Yeah, I know. <laughs> so heel's not going to go down. No. I was like, I was like, Does he watch any film? Does what is cable? I was like, I know it's cable because Tom Cable is one of those zany coaches, right? You know, right. he he believes that every bad D lineman can be a good offensive lineman. That 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 that's his theory and his ethos, and we know different. <laughs> you can't you can't you can't make a lazy D lineman a really good offensive lineman and think that it or a bad D lineman a really bad one. Okay, yeah. I'll give you my example at Syracuse University. Okay, one thing I could do was drive block pretty good when I first got there. You're a freshman, you know, blah blah blah. Yeah. So you come out there. So they say, hey, you know, we got this kid. Let's put him at a, on short yardage. All right, little red zone stuff, and we'll put you across from. We're playing the University of Washington. They're all American guard. You know, well, mm -hmm. all we want you to do is just drive block this guy. Well, the week before when they started this. I played against Navy, and somehow on a third or fourth down, I forget, I stumble into making a, a, a hit 
when I think everybody whiffed on me, and I just happened to be in the area yeah. and dropped the guy. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I can do this. I can, <laughs> I can be a defensive guy. I can be yeah! great. <laughs> So next week, we play the University of Washington, and, and instead of doing what I'm supposed to do, which is just drive block this guy in the B-gap, right? You got fancy, didn't yeah. you? I went at, I peaked, and I want to make the play, and you know what? I ended up being driven through the end zone. It was <laughs> and I'm where the, the, the letters are in the end zone. Oh, yeah. I was towards the back end of it. And the best part was they threw the ball, and I put my hands up. <laughs> And the defensive line coach goes, that's great coverage, Craig. <laughs> what are you covering, the rear, the rear pylon? Yeah, exactly. Oh, so Goal bad. Goalpost is covered, coach. <laughs> and there goes my, my defensive career right there, man. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that, that was that, terrible. That is hilarious. <laughs> no, I mean, and that's, but that's the thing is that, you know, when you get to the league, yes, there were skills that got you here. Right. But you have to continually work on your skills to stay here. It's one thing to get the invitation. It's another thing to get a room. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that, and that, and that's what you know. My, and my offensive line coach in college used to say, "Listen, you got through the front door. Now you got to pick a room. Right? Can you can you actually get a room, or are you sleeping on the couch? Because if you sleep on the couch, you're out. You're out very soon. But if you have a room, you'll be here longer. But and you so, know what? That room is only day to day. <laughs> well, the room, hey, it's day to day. But at least my stuff is protected for that day. That's true. Yeah. There's so, no doubt about it. Yeah, so it so it was it was it was really challenging because I really thought that that, that you know we were going to have a better showing, but you know at the end of the day, injuries happen, and I'm not here to give people comfort. I'm not here to to make it all right and paint it through rose colored glasses. No, it sucked. Black yeah. hole sun was the reason why we played that right, right? Because it's a miserable place to be on a Monday, you know, knowing that you had a game that that you could have won had had you had your full complement. And had guys played up their expectations because I mean we still haven't talked about the offensive side of the ball yet. We're just getting we we're, we're just warming up. That, that oh, was just, this, this is, is all just defense. Up. But it's grief therapy about. clinic today. Yeah, don't you worry. Know? The couch is open. The ears are <laughs> the ears are listening uh, for everybody out there. But I think the biggest thing is understand that this isn't good. But this is still construction. This is still road work ahead, right? Oh, there's no single question. lane on a four lane highway. We are down to one lane right now, and we're trying to build back to those four lanes. There's a couple of things that I think everybody's got to remember. One is that Ben said it a couple of weeks ago when he said, you know, this is a work in progress. And, you know, I, I think a lot of us, or at least I'll speak for myself, I tend to overlook some statements like that because I think you still got Ben. Ben is going to get the job done at a very high level. And you know what? His stats were good, but he, he even he says, and he knows, there's something missing right now. And we're going to kind of unpack this as we go along. But I tend to, you know, when, when he talks about a work in progress, I'm like, oh, it, it, it'll come along. Well, it is a work in progress, and I should take him at his word. You know, this, and the other thing is I forgot what the second thing was. <laughs> I had a great one, and yeah. I just, you know what, just. Hey, listen, we're, we're going to talk it through, and I'll come back. We're no, going to talk it no through. No question about it. You know, I'm sitting there going, what was I thinking on that second one? But the second one that I'm going to go with is the attrition on the defense. You cannot in any way, shape, or form guard against that. It happens. You get a rash of injuries. You get a run of injuries. Those things happen. This is the NFL. This is the life cycle, the circle of life that is the NFL. And, uh, you know, the guy's got to step up. But you always got to know this, and it's the truth. 
I know the next man up is the standard, and the standard is the standard, and you have to say that because you have to give guys an expectation. You got to rise to that level. Yeah. But you cannot expect a Jameer Jones to rise to the level of T.J. Watt. You know, it doesn't happen. Not happen. It's just not going to happen. But you can expect Jameer Jones to increase his performance, his contribution. You know, Melvin Ingram. Yep, you gotta you gotta come back to that Pro Bowl form. You know, Alex Highsmith. Now you gotta rise it. You know, rise up a couple of notches. So these are things that uh, you know are expectations that you can have. Yeah. Well, and, and when you look at that, this is your opportunity. Like when you talk about wanting to stake your claim, wanting to plant your flag. When you get injuries to guys of that caliber, the microscope goes to you, and what you do with that microscope and determine how people view you is going to, c- to carry you because we've seen it in the past right we've seen guys that have had to answer the call i mean just look at you know sadly they've left but i mean you look at guys <clears throat> like a bud dupree bud dupree goes out in that tennessee game and and makes a heck of a play to right. put them in a position to win that game you you go and you go and you watch chris hubbard right after he left you know there there's so many guys that go on and it's like how did you get your opportunity? Well, injury to Marcus Gilbert, you know, sent me sent me in the game. Or another guy comes in, that's my chance. So Jameer Jones, you have an opportunity here. You have a great No doubt. Isaiah Bugs, you got an opportunity here with with Tyson Alawalo being out and Stefan Tua being out. Isaiah Loudermilk, you got an opportunity. I saw it in the preseason. Now carry that over into the regular season. That's where the difference is going to be made. But you also have to be patient. Right, because it takes time for a plant to grow. You can't just put a seed in the ground and say, "All right, give me my apple tree." I want to start reaping the fruit uh, of of your hard work. No, it it takes time for that tree to grow and then for that tree to blossom. So you have to understand and have some type of patience as a gardener. There's no question. Yeah. So. Now the other part of that too is like my old offensive line coach in college used to say too, "Men, the train can only come around once." You know, the opportunity yeah. of the, the train of opportunity may only come around once. So you better be ready when it does show itself. And it, you never know when it's going to show itself. For yeah. me, it was the third preseason game of my second year in the league. You know, and that's when I became the regular starter for the next almost decade, right? Yeah. And, and that opportunity was there. But I remember that was a big gulp moment, you know, yeah. when you realize, okay, this is it. This is what I've been working for my entire life. So you realize that. And for guys like, Isaiah Bugs, as you just said, the, the double Isaiahs, all right? Yeah. Isaiah Loudermouth. <laughs> yeah. You know, these are the opportunities that are going to be there because Tyson's, I, I imagine he's down for the year. I can't yeah. imagine that, uh, you know, but we, I, specifically until they say it, but uh, I would imagine, you know, he's yeah. looking at the, a long time being well, down. There or November at the earliest. Yeah, something like that. If, 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 if it is, obviously yeah. the surgery's today, but, you know, at minimum, he's out eight weeks. Oh, that's man. that's how you have to think. Minimum yeah. wise, you have eight opportunities from this point forward right. to show me the goods. Yes, and to produce to but, claim that room. Yeah, to cl- yeah, exactly. <laughs> to go plant your flag. There because you go. Because if not, guess what? As soon as he goes back, you're an afterthought. Absolutely. And then next year, they draft another one. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. All right, here we go. It's Wolf Starks and the Ninjas in the locker room, ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. The phone number, 412-919-1316. We'll be back with your calls.
positionally and so forth and we didn't play smart enough from a penalty standpoint that can't be a characteristic of our ball part of being a tough team to beat is not beat yourselves I thought we beat ourselves in the areas of penalty today this is in the locker room with Wolf and Starks presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio you know the one thing I I, I gotta say uh, if a man spit in my face um, I, that's a hard one to ignore. Blackout. Coach Noel always used to say, beat him on the scoreboard. It's the best revenge. But you know how it is. The, you're in there, and, and some guy loogies up on you, man. It's like, <laughs> no, no, this is not going to be overlooked. I mean, you, there's just something about that intimacy yeah. of chin to chin and that happening. Uh-uh, it ain't going to happen. Yeah, and I mean, and you know, and it's, what's what's funny is I actually I had this conversation with my Uber driver on the way over here, <laughs> and he was like, "Man," but he's like, "You know, you have to realize the moment." I said, "Sometimes you don't realize the moment. Right? I mean, the moment is is that moment. is It's not about the totality of the game. Like the lowest form of disrespect that you can give a person is spitting on them. Right." I mean, I, I was like, I was not like, just spitting on him, but in the face. In the face. I mean, it's not an open. Now, the other thing is, you say open palm slap to the face, right? But there's something about that transfer. When you in, got in a face mask, you know, you got a face mask. That's not a problem. But when you get a loogied up right in, the, you know, right in the grill, no, uh, no. that is just so personal and so such a um, demeaning thing, you know. And I, yeah. Okay, I get it. If you can hold your water. God bless you. You need to. Yeah, I know you try to. Yeah, but you know what? There's right? something. There's something that uh, sometimes you just you can't help yourself. You move without even being able to put into thought what you're about to do. But but I I mean but to spit back though, I was like my thing would have been like oh. and I remember I and I remember this happened to one of my teammates in a game, and it wasn't called, and after the game he was gonna kill he was gonna kill that guy on the field. Like after the game was over with, like he went to throw a haymaker yep. at him over my shoulders. I was talking to the guy that did it, and I was like, "Man, what the?" It's like he spit in my mouth. I was like, "Oh, was that, that Josh?" No, it wasn't Josh. Okay, um, it was. It was. <clears throat> it doesn't matter. Statutes of limitations. That's right. Uh, still, still active. <laughs> that guy actually still plays in the NFL. The guy that the guy that did the spitting. So. You know, I, I again the statute of limitation has run out, but I had an incident in Cleveland and. It, I kind of choked the guy a little bit in the pile. You but, know. but I was but, leaning on his throat. I mean, but, but it'll happen. That's it what's happens. supposed to happen. That's, Let it happen to where you don't get penalized. You don't hurt your team. You just hurt him. Right, <laughs> right. Well, the funny part was, um, actually, it was a fight the touch started, and then I jumped in, of course, and 
And what happened was a pile. So we got in a pile and things happened, right? So when they pulled us off, the guy comes up and he points at me. And he goes, he tried to kill me. And I just realized I'd redlined. I didn't even realize what I'd done, right? Listen, you black out. You do. You do, right? Yeah. But the problem was Ray Snell, who was number 72, was right next to me. Now, Tunch was 62. I'm 73. He looks at Ray Snell. He thinks the guy's pointing at Ray. Ray was helping people off the pile. Hadn't done a thing. Hadn't thrown a punch. He goes, yo, 72, you're out. <laughs> so he got he got the seven from me and the two from Tunch, and he put them together, and Ray went out. <laughs> now, the funny part about this story is, of course, we drove back from Cleveland, you know, on yeah, the buses, exactly. you know. But uh, I came up to Ray because he was, you know, back then getting thrown out was like $1,500 fine or something, which was still, it's a lot of money. I I don't care what anybody says. But, you know, I came up to Ray. I said, I felt really guilty. You know, Tunch and I, we we both started it and got it. So we took up a collection for I go, I got got a Dixie cup. I go, I got 75 cents for you. (laughs) In true fat guy fashion, you know. Exactly. Uh, You know, you you just got to jack them a little. You know, the pants don't hold a lot of change in them, so... (laughs) This is the best we could do for right now. That's all we got. That's all we got. Oh, my goodness. Okay, let's go to the phones. We're going to start with Juan in Charleston. Juan, you're in the locker room with Wolf, Starks, and the Ninjas. Hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Yeah, we're here. We're, we're here, here, buddy. We're ready. Therapy <laughs> session is an, is now a full go. Yes. Okay, shout out to my guys, the um, Dirty Dozen. Shout out to those guys. I know I haven't been on a corner call in a while. I was under the weather, but I'm back. So I'm back in the locker room with my guys. Good. We need you, Juan. What do you got for us okay. today, brother? All right, let's get it started with TJ. Don't you think with him not practicing, I finally caught up with him with the soft injury, uh, injury tissue? You know, that's that's an easy answer. Uh, to say that it's because of the practice, but if you watched him, he was practicing all the time. I mean, when he was out there, yeah. he was running, he was doing all the things. And I know you, you can sit there and say, and it, it, it possibly it did contribute, um, but that's only that that's you're just guessing, you know. Yeah. And I, I I look at it still, he still was putting in optimum performance. So I have to sit there and say, uh, you know, it, it it's an easy thing to point at, but for me. Um, those injuries can come at any time. Yeah, I mean, a, a, a groin is a groin that is a groin, right? I mean, in regard if you stretch the wrong way, you yeah, you you, you, you can. You we can used to call groin. it a groan. Yeah, the groan. I got a pulled groan. Well, and that's actually what you do when when you feel it stretch. That's <laughs> why like, we call oh! it that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it it is a groan, but um, but the groin is just one of those. It, it's it's the muscle that is literally one of the catalysts for all performance on the field. Yeah. So you stretch it the wrong way, you fall the wrong way. A guy hits you on the inside of your thigh, you're go- you're go- you're going to have a reaction to it. And and he definitely tried to work it out. I don't think it was just that because he was still highly conditioned. I mean, you look at what he did week one. Oh man! And they tried to have him on a snap count, and they couldn't keep him to that pitch count. So he was ready to rock and roll. It's just he didn't play in the preseason, which we saw last year. Guys didn't play at all in the preseason, a lot of guys didn't, yeah. and went straight into the season. So I don't think that that can be the easiest thing. I think it's just unfortunate, especially with the timing and considering, you know, what the duress is. The attention is going to be there. You can never really know when the injury bullet comes your way. You yeah. know, it, it comes your way and nails yeah. you. It just will happen. Look at Tyson. Tyson yeah. Tyson was a result of, of TJ making a great push up the field, getting whirly bird around and landing on Tyson's leg. It was friendly fire. 
Uh, you know, those things come out of nowhere. I had an ankle injury similar to that. I, I cracked a bone, but I, I didn't break the ankle fully through. But it was Tunch that was slamming his guy on the back of my legs when I was driving on the nose tackle with Mike Webster and Tim Crumry, you know? I mean, things happen. It well, happens, and you can't protect yourself. My, fir- my first knee injury, Willie Parker in Baltimore. Well, there you go. Willie going to pick up a B-gap blitzer kind of stumbled and went right into the back of my left knee. <laughs> so so know, these yeah. things happen. They, they happen. They yeah, happen. Mark. I mean, that that's what happens when you play a, a highly physical sport such as football. You know, you have to realize they have a penalty for unnecessary roughness <laughs> because everything else is necessary roughness. <laughs> good point. <laughs> that's a good point. Okay. And also, uh, uh, I know Coach T, when Coach T, the standard, the standard, and he plays the winning game by 24 seconds. Probably Deontay Johnson still in the game trying to run out of bounds. I mean, we were down nine points. No way we was coming back. Well, the game was over at that point. I mean, you, you know, it was – you're down two, two scores. You know, I mean, yeah. I got no problem with him trying to – he knows that, you know, you can't – there's nowhere to go. He was on the yeah. sidelines. You know, and the problem is he's he's having issues with, with his knee. Yeah. You know, so – uh, what are you going to do? It, the game was over. Not the smartest thing, but we also know Ben, right? Ben's yeah. like, listen, as long as there's time on the clock, we're going to try and make something Absolutely. happen. And so you don't ever go into a game thinking, oh, my gosh, I got to preserve myself yeah. mentally. Because if you go into that type of mindset at any point, especially this early in the season, you're never going to accomplish the impossible no. if you do that. So I think he was just trying to make a play in it. Like I said, unfortunate situation. Yeah. And you look at it and you say – who it happened to? Had this happened to James Washington, we wouldn't we wouldn't have this issue. But it happened to Deontay Johnson, and so it's unfortunate um, that it happened. But that's just another one, a byproduct of this game. When you play a physical game, there are physical consequences to also the physical celebrations. <laughs> you can't you can't yeah, argue with well, his logic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, I don't care who you are. If you lo- if you lose. Um, five year top eleven defensive team. You're going to lose a game, no matter who you are. I mean, we had we lost five of our top guys, so I mean, you're going to lose regardless. I don't care who you are. Hey, hey Wolf, I let you slide last week. We back on it this week, baby. What's way that? Way in Wednesday. Way in Wednesday. All right, Wednesday. Max, are you in on it? I'm in on way in Wednesday. <laughs> Accountability <laughs> sessions now. <laughs> oh, this is going to be bad. Yeah, this is going to be so bad. <laughs> Last year we were keeping me over under three hundred and Tunch over two hundred. Yeah, <laughs> that, it was, so we had an over under. Oh, now, okay. now you and I it's going to be about being under under. Yeah, exactly. There's no overs here. <laughs> no, that's the problem. We're both overs. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're both overs. Yeah, so we'll always get an under. <laughs> yeah, we need an under. No doubt about it. All right, Juan, are you in on it? I'm in on it. You know, I'm in on it, guys. So Sounds man, good. I'm- Wendy, I don't want to hear nothing, Wolf. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, but I know your wife. She's gonna be. Uh, she'll be like a, in your ear, won't she? Huh? Because I know. Oh, yeah. I know you're sitting there going, "Uh oh, I had to face my wife." <laughs> you started this, yeah. all right. You started all this. All right, Juan. Thanks so much for the call, brother. Appreciate you. Uh, thank you, guys. Appreciate that. All right. The number number is four one two nine one nine one three one six. Max, I looked at the running game tape a little bit. And uh, I know there's a lot of people who are getting their nose bent out of shape over the running game. And I think uh, there were strides made in Buffalo. Uh, I still believe, and I'm not panicking at all. Look, the running game takes some time. 
to put together, especially when you have a rookie running back. All right, that's one of the problems. You got two rookie offensive linemen. That's part of the equation that is going to take some time. Um, I look at some of those plays, and you're just a block here and a block there from getting positive yardage and keeping drives going and everything else. Um, but you, you can't panic. You've got guys got to do what they got to do. That means if you're blocking down on a guy on the inside, you get your head in front, not behind. Get your head in front. If you're blocking back and you're in the center, you've got to not take a, a turn step that gives away the A-gap. You've got to step to and block back. If you are part of the genius block, you know, if you're at the tackle, you got to step down to the, the, the three technique to help the center so he can't get upfield, then you got to make sure that you get over where we can get a straight arm or shoulder so that it's not reaching and giving that guy the whole, you know, B-gap to blow up. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's that's one of the biggest things, right? It's it's little issues here and there that can really knock down the house of cards. Absolutely. So if it's that or if it's getting knocked back on the front side, right? If you're the center and the right guard and the left guard's pulling, you can't step backwards and take his tight pull angle away from it and force him to bow because once he bows out that pulling guard, he can't hit the hole and get to that backer, and that backer can scrape across your face or he can penetrate underneath, undercut you because right. you're bowing. All those little things all playing in concert with each other. And I think the other big thing is is that you have to get in more of double team, you know, old double, right? Right. You, know, you got to get into that to where guys get the mindset of what that double team fit is. The fit and the climb is what you're trying to get to. And you can't run counter if you don't have a solid man scheme in there. And I think, you know, hey, where's Derek Watt? He's on the roster, right? I mean – Let's get some eye formation action going. Well, that's what I was kind of hoping. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, you know, I go all the way back to <laughs> over the summer. I was up in Nemecolon Woodlands, and I actually wrote an article about this. I'm sitting on the back porch. You know, you've been up to Nemecolon, oh, right? I love Nemecolon. Right, so they got the zoo up there and everything. Yeah. So I'm sitting there having a cup of joe in the morning, right? And all this big bison cruises by. You know, I'm in a townhouse there. I'm looking out. Yeah. This big old big necked horned bison. And I look at him and go, Boy, he'd make a good fullback. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm thinking Derek Watt. That's what we need. Yeah, yeah. A little more Derek Watt. And I believe that too today. You talk about it. Derek Watt is some that's a weapon that I think we we gotta unpack. Well, and and look at what Las Vegas did against us with Alec Engle. Right. Absolutely. I mean Alec Engle, then I look at last night, the Baltimore game, like to have that fullback and and what was creative was you had the fullback lining up in a lot of different places. Right. Like he was offset. H-back, fullback, yeah, offset. Exactly. I mean, you had a lot of different ways you could disperse him to help with that run game. And so it's like one of those things, okay, Matt, I know you got a lot of misdirection, a lot of pre-snap motion and everything else, but when are we going to get to the meat and potatoes? Listen, I love a kale salad. A good kale salad is great. <laughs> I get it. You can saute it. You can also throw some cranberries on there. It's great. But at the end of the day, a salad. I need something that's going to be sustaining for me, and that happens to be your protein. I ain't and your doing kale no matter what you say. Okay. Well, well, you can anywho. dress it up any way you want. So, therefore, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Old school right there. It's like just call it spinach. That's what it is. It's, it. it's cruciferous greens. <laughs> cruciferous <laughs> greens. Oh, we're getting educated here in there the locker room. But I need the meat and the potatoes. I need something that's going to be filling. I need something that's you, – when you're done eating it, you're right. like, oh, yeah, I had a meal. That's what you have to get to, and that's what the fullback provides. He provides the meat on that plate, 
Got to get him involved. Got to get him involved. It's great to have him on special teams. He looks good in a 44 with the neck roll. Right. But it's on the sidelines. When are we going to get in the game? We got to get That, that guy going. already knows he's going to have a short neck by the end of the game, right? <laughs> he knows he's going to be about a quarter yep. inch shorter after every time he goes out there. Give him the opportunity to go shorten his neck. That, I like it. All right, we're going to shorten our neck right now. We're going to go to break. We'll be back with more after this. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. You know, you think about that, it's a fourth and less than one, basically, inches. Quarterback sneak's not a bad option. I, I know that Ben doesn't seem to like to run the quarterback snake, or the coaches don't want Ben to run the quarterback sneak, but... John Gruden had Derek Carr run the quarterback sneak a couple of times, and it seems to me when you're two scores down, that's, you know, you might want to rethink that position. Yeah, well, I mean, and just look across the league. I mean, if if anybody got to see games yesterday, how many fourth and ones, fourth and twos teams were going for it? I mean, that's right. just where the analytics are at right now, that you have a greater chance of success, especially if, you know, like Ben, like Ben likes to go hurry up. I mean, heck, when I when I, when I was a tackle for Ben, you know, Omaha, Omaha, you know, get on the ball and and then it, it's going. Fourth Should be Omaha Steaks. That would capture my mind quicker. Well, Omaha Steaks. Well, you know, if we're in college, that's an NIL thing now. You know, you can go get sponsored by Omaha Steaks as an offensive <laughs> line. Uh, but you know, I, I think that that's kind of where you have to be, and you have to have that. But also, that puts faith in that offensive line. I know last year, listen. We have our fair share of third and fourth and one bugaboos that we did not answer. Right. But like you said, early in the year, in that situation, down two scores, give some faith. Give, give that offensive line a jolt, right? Throw the jumper cables, right, on, on right. them. And give them a little like, hey, we got to get this. We got to get this. We got to get this, and, and let's see what happens. Because trust me, Kinder Green, that dog will hunt. Yeah. <laughs> Baby, you absolutely. Have no, you have no questions. I think Kevin Dotson and Trey Turner in the middle – those guys want to turn and burn. They want to fire off and hit somebody for three feet, essentially. I'm just I'm pushing you against your will for three feet, and there's no gap responsibility. There's no man I gotta pick out. It's wedge and go. Yep. Wedge and go. That's Roll all. Roll over that do. front foot, put your forehead in the man's chin and rip the rack. Exactly. And let that and let that forearm shiver come right up right right up in the kisser. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Speaking of the kisser. 
Well, no, dude. Oh, never yeah, mind. No, no, That's no, not no, going no, nowhere. Yeah, All right, know. never mind. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Let's go to Big John in Texas. Going back to the phones. 412-919-1316. Big John from Texas. You're in the locker room. Hey. Hey, guys. Good morning. Sorry, good morning. Victory Monday. Yeah. Sorry, it's not a victory morning, but hey, we woke up this morning, and that's a good blessing. Amen. And uh, we still got a lot of football to go. Uh Still, uh, you know, it, I think I was waiting for the same uh, second half uh, uh, output that we did against uh, the Bills last week. But like you said, you four. I mean, down four defensive players. Uh, they kind of lead the the offense. I think you know the defense uh, creates the uh, you know quick uh, uh, offensive uh, for the opponents. You know, we just real tough on them. We just creates a quick three and out, or you know, we'll kill drives. But we were undermanned, and uh, you know, the and Dave and Carr has gotten better. He's a lot better than he was uh, last year, and he's showing it to you know the nation that uh, you know the Raiders are doing better this year. So, uh, but like you said, it's always been tough when we when uh, the Raiders come in, whether it's Oakland, L.A., or now the Vegas, Las Vegas. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, First you know, of all, still, it's hard to keep not, them straight. You yeah, know what I mean? They, 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 Where are they from? Oakland, yeah. L.A., or L.V.? Yeah, exactly. Las Vegas. No doubt about yeah, it. but no. I'm still happy. I'm still waiting for Najee. Uh, Najee's showing, you know, glimpses of what he can do. And uh, like I said, just got to be patient. And, uh, you know, we're Steeler fans. And we'll say, oh, this, that, about Ben or whatever. And, you know, who's ready? Who's connect, who, You know, who's coming up? And all we got to do is look at, hey, we weren't – an undefeated season's over. You know, we're going to have to – you know, it's going to be a long season. We got to stay true to, uh, the, you know, the the black and gold. And uh, we'll, we'll proceed and uh, – Everybody just, you know, get well, get better, and uh, we'll be back next week. Absolutely. Thank you, Big John. Appreciate you checking in. Yes, sir. I'll be safe. Take care. All right. Thank Thank you you. so much. Numbers 412-919-1316. Max, when you think about it, one of the – you know, it's it's discouraging, but, you know, you're only allowed a 24-hour – window of uh you know licking your wounds here and you gotta lock and load i mean we got cincinnati's coming in next weekend and for another one o'clock sunday kickoff and there is no time to be sitting there going woe is me the world is ending you know as i do the pro-life you know mike webster once said when we walked off the field after beating new england in overtime at three rivers i'll never forget he said the first thing i feel when the game is over it's not joy over winning or sorrow over losing it's that I've got a little bit of breathing room where the pressure is off, and you got to take advantage of that breathing room and be able to ramp up and get ready to go. Yeah, I mean, good, bad, or indifferent, you got to turn the page. I mean, you, yes, yeah, because next week is coming. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like Game of Thrones, right? Winter is coming. You're, you're, it's like, hey, listen, that was great. On to the next. On to the next one. I got to ask you this because you played yeah. for both Bill Cower and for Mike Tomlin. Okay, yeah. Um, who turned the page better? Cow or Tom? Because I'll, I'll I'll tell you this, Coach Noel didn't turn the page very well. You yeah. know, he would remind you of things that happened maybe three years ago or five <laughs> years ago. You know that sort of thing, and yeah. he would give you that bulldog scowl. Uh, he was not really about moving on as fast as he was making sure that you understood the lessons learned from the past. Yeah, well, I I think. The cower I got was more of a page turner than he was early on. Okay. You know, cow, cower was was very dogged about those type of things. 
But I think, you know, having him for th- his last three years, um, he got better at it. I think Tomlin was probably the best at turning the page because he's like, okay, we lost. It's like, it's, we got it. We, we got another opportunity. How about, yes. how, how about you not let that, you know, because his biggest thing was don't let a previous mistake bleed into the next play. And it's a smart yeah, uh, way to, that's, that's the right way you've to got to have the right mental attitude. Yeah, yeah, he said you have to have short-term memory loss. And you can't you can't allow something that's already done and already decided affect your future movements. So I would say Tom was probably the best at page turning because he knew that, hey, listen, th- this game, at the end of the day, it's about win and loss. Win and loss. Okay, you have an L. So what? I was like, who has gone undefeated all the way through? The last time it happened was 1972. Okay. You know, Mercury Morris is still popping champagne from that every single right. year when the last undefeated. And they goes were the down. Miami Dolphins. And by the way, yesterday they lost thirty-five to nothing. Yeah, to the Buffalo Bills <laughs> that the Steelers defeated. Yeah, so that's the, the what this game is about. This nature of this game and the way this game is, you're going to have ups and downs. You know, Tomlin talks about it. Everybody that's a motivational speaker talks about it, ebbs and flows. When it's flowing, it's great. Listen, hey, I'll take it. I'll, I'll continually drink from that well. But when it's the ebb time and it's the lean time, that's when you get smarter. That's when you get more efficient. That's when you figure out how to be a better, you know, when we talk about hunters and gatherers, right? <laughs> hey, listen, a starving hunter is a better hunter. Oh, he, there ain't no doubt <laughs> about you know it. What I'm saying? So now you're in the starve mode. Go show me next week. This is, and also this is a divisional game. So you have no time to think about. And that's a much improved Cincinnati team. You watched the week one against Minnesota. I mean, they took them to the hilt. And ended up overcoming. Now, last, now yesterday, not so much, but that was still a close game against Chicago, right? Twenty to seventeen. So they're playing better ball than what we're accustomed to. So Joe Burrow's coming. Jamar Chase is coming. T. Higgins, that whole Joe Mixon, yeah, Joe Mixon is coming. So what are you going to do when that group comes into your house again? I know you. I know. Hey, you can't have a perfect at home record, but what are you going to do about the next one to keep? the wins in your favor at home so you can establish home team dominance. Because listen, listen to this, 5-8. and eight. That's what the home teams did yesterday, 5-8. and eight. It wasn't home field advantage. So we're not alone, and I'm not seeking comfort. I'm not seeking shelter with that. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I want to be on that other side. Yes, I'd like to be in the minority because guess what? The teams that can defend home are teams that make the playoffs. Absolutely. And you have to create that mindset. So, yeah, we got one loss, but don't let it be two losses. Uh, you know, I couldn't agree more. And I, I agree with you. I was just it, – it struck me as interesting thinking about Bill Cowher versus Mike Tomlin and versus Chuck Knoll because back in the day with Coach Knoll, that was pretty much the way all coaches thought. You know, it was like always reminding you of your deficiencies and yeah. whipping you, you know, with those deficiencies, which I understand and coaching has evolved as has players and so forth. And it's a different time set. I just found it interesting how fast nowadays they'll turn the page and move forward because it wasn't that way back in the 80s, you know, the 90s and the 70s, that sort of thing. It was always. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and now, you know, you realize coaches – overturn a lot sooner now granted not in pittsburgh right but everywhere else like no i i have to move forward if i'm if i'm sulking and we start and start bleeding in and letting this happen you I'm can't gone. do that man i'm I, you know and it's like no we have a new opportunity the game's over with why am i going to point to this game at this point because we got another one 
you know, and another one. And, and this is going to be big because this is AFC North football. Yeah, now you start getting the division standings in here. Yeah. And that's where you talk about, I mean, look at look at the end of this week. Everybody's tied. You lost, everybody's tied. That's everybody's true. split at at 1-1 one, one, one and 1. All four players in this division are all the same. Now you have a chance to take a lead because you'll also have one division victory as well. So then you're back in the place that you want to be, controlling your own destiny. All right, that's Max Starks waxing philosophical in the locker room, yeah. which we need on a Monday morning right here. It's Wolf, Star- it's Wolf Starks and the Ninjas in the locker room. We'll be back after this. <laughs> <laughs> 